I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. And if you're in no contact, focused on personal growth, my workbook series, The Knowledge, will help you make changes like you've never made before. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And today we're going to be talking about the pursuit of happiness. Not an easy subject, is it? Not, not like you'd think it isn't. No. Really? No. Uh, people don't really think about uh, happiness that often. They focus on kind of certain things that they think is going to make them happy. Mm -hmm. uh, like one thing to the next. Like, oh, I'm really hoping this is going to happen. That'll make me so happy. Then either you get it or you don't. You get it. And even you if don't. you do, you still only happy momentarily. Tempo, yeah, temporarily. And remember, it's even in the Constitution of the United States. We have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. And we all pursue it as best we can. You know, one of the reasons people, or maybe the main reason people leave a relationship is because they're not happy. Right. But it's not easy to look at the situation sometimes and understand it because there could be a lot of things going on with your partner that they were unhappy regardless of you. Right. And you hear many times when people say to their partner, you deserve to have someone who can make you happy. Yeah. I can't do it. And I think some of that is very sincere. I think sometimes people feel like you need things that I can't give you. Yeah. You know, so I think people sometimes make decisions um, in, a, in a really unselfish manner. Um, but I think that most of us, from all that we've learned and read and shared with you, that from babyhood, we have a wish to attach. Sure. Okay? Yeah. And I think when most people think about being happy, they think about having attachments. I agree. Yeah. They think about a partner and love and companionship and possibly children and all those things. And the big thing for me is feeling connected. That's right. Feeling, feeling connected. connected to somebody. Yeah. Right. And... You know, one of the things that we're always trying to teach is how mental health and your own mental health is going to be directly correlated to how much closeness or how much you can connect. Right. Right. Because if you're anxious, it keeps you from being connected to somebody because you're focused on the present or in the past. Or if you're depressed, it keeps you from being able to be present with your partner. And to enjoy things together. Right. And so... Um, there are so many reasons that are going to keep you uh, disconnected from your partner, both you and them. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're always telling you guys to do the work, to work through your own personal issues, to learning about the things that may be setting you off or keeping you from being connected to your partner. Because if you can at least cut down on the things that keep you disconnected from them, then they're not going to sit there and blame you so often or have so many things right. to be angry or frustrated with you about. And then we hear people say, well, I've been unhappy for a long time. Well, did you tell your partner? Well, no. Yeah, people don't know how to be happy. No, no I, I don't think we do know. Uh, there's a whole field now called the science of happiness 
but I don't know that they have an agreed upon definition. I will look that up as a matter of fact. We'll see if they have an agreed upon definition. Um, there are books written on happiness, but I don't think we have a unanimous agreement on what it really means. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's tough because um, a lot of times our partners leave us. They say, I've been unhappy for a long yeah. time. And then you think about it and you're like, yeah, but I was unhappy for a long time too, but I didn't break up with you. Right, right. <laughs> but neither of you communicated it to the other. Um, because there's always the possibility that when you can communicate, you can resolve it. Yeah. In any case, we all want to be happy. And sometimes don't even know what it is exactly that we're chasing. Sure. Okay? Um, the right job, the right partner. So I think the right partner is bigger than the right job. Um, and for many of you, you may have been in a situation where your partner is saying, I, the, or that they think that these new people that they meet, if they met somebody new, is going to make them happier than you. And, you know, when they meet somebody new, they get all those new chemicals being released. All those released. hormones saying, isn't this wonderful? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times the person doesn't wind up being a great partner. Um, that because it's only the initial chemical reaction right. that they're responding to, yeah. and then it falls apart. Right. Right. And then they're very sad that they have broken up with the person they left and may reach out again at that point. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, we're all continually thinking about things that are going to make us happy. And as you reflect on your relationship, many of you will feel guilty because you're going to sit there and say, well, my partner asked me for this and I didn't do it. My partner asked me for that and I didn't do it. I was selfish. I was lazy. And, and we start to really scrutinize everything that we've done. But rea realistically, if you had broken up with them, they would be doing the same scrutinizing That's right. with themselves. That's right. So they've made a lot of mistakes too in a lot of cases. So. We really want you to focus on the personal growth. That way you're going to be a lot less likely to make those mistakes. But incorporating those skills long term is not easy. That's why I tell you guys, put yourself on probation for a year. Mm -hmm. But one of the hard things to accept, I think, is that a lot of times when people get into a relationship with you, they haven't said, we're going to do this for the rest of our life. They just said, yeah, I like you too. Let's be exclusive. Yeah. And they're caught up in the present moment. So a year later, two years later, three years later, they're like, we haven't been happier in a year or we haven't been that happy in a year. And I'm tired of this. I want to go off and, and see what else is out see there. What else is out and then it, it's just devastating. Right. Yeah. So um, it's a struggle to see that, you right. know, because everybody has the right to be happy. And unfortunately, they don't have to give us another chance if they don't want to, you know, and it's really hard to accept that. Yes, it is. And the other thing we want to point out is that how many people do you know who say they're happy? Okay. Yeah. Um, there are a few always. But overall, if you took a giant poll, I don't think that the greatest number in the poll would tell you that they were indeed happy. Yeah. So with that in mind, someone has suggested a spoof diagnosis on happiness. Okay. Okay. Now we work out of a manual ca called the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual. Mm -hmm. And this is a proposed diagnosis to put in that book. And it's perfect. The format is perfect. So I'd like to share it with you if that's okay. Okay. And uh, this is from the book 
I'm going to talk about the book. This is a book called Maybe You Should Talk to Someone. Yeah. I don't know if you can see it. Mm -hmm. um, it's been on the bestseller list for about a year. Mm -hmm. The woman's name is Lori Gottlieb, and she's a therapist in New York. And I read her book um, in three days, all 400 pages of it, and it's excellent. And I would recommend it to you if you're interested, but I'll say more about it in a few minutes. Okay. Right? I just want to read you our proposed diagnosis for happiness. Okay. It is proposed that happiness be classified as a psychiatric disorder and be included in future editions of the major diagnostic manuals under the new name, Major Mood Disorder, Pleasant Type. Okay? Yeah. In a review of the relevant literature, it is shown that happiness is statistically abnormal. Okay? Consists of a discrete cluster, discrete cluster of symptoms mm -hmm and is associated with a range of cognitive abnormalities, like obviously you don't know how bad it is, and probably reflects the abnormal functioning of the central nervous system. One possible objection to this proposal remains that happiness is not negatively valued. However, the objection is dismissed as scientifically irrelevant. So we don't care if you like being happy or not, mm -hmm. okay? And I think what they're pointing out here is um, that happiness seems to be rare. And if it's rare, then somehow it must be pathological. That's, that's funny because right? it, is, it, is funny. it does seem yeah. to be rare, doesn't yeah, it? it does. Anyway, I was going to tell you a little more about this book. Um, Lori Gottlieb, like I said, is a therapist in New York. She wrote a wonderful book where she tells you about her life and her therapy. Okay, mm -hmm. and at the same time, she's telling you about her therapists, her mm -hmm. therapy patients, clients, whatever you call them. Mm -hmm. um, and also, she lets you know with each client she tells you about what theory she's using as she works on the case. Interesting. And if you're interested in this sort of thing, it is a wonderful book. And the fact that it's personal, you know, makes it read like a novel. Yeah. And, you know, you really want to know what happens next. So, wow. Well, we're going to talk about this book in some other videos because Margaret did a lot of research, obviously. Yeah, I, I did. And so we'll break it down into to some different videos to share with you guys. Give Margaret a thumbs up on this video for all her hard work. I hope you like this one. And of course, when you want to get our help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching and I do Skype. Margaret is available for Skype coaching. If you feel that I can be helpful, please feel free to sign up. Just click on Margaret on the uh, top of the tab there to sign up with her. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth. I'm Coach Margaret. And we will talk with you soon.